The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Hi, this is Andrew Van Vieren, and today's podcast is called Discover Your Path. So this is a financial podcast and I want you to pay very close attention to this podcast because this can change your life if you let it. So let's get into a word of prayer and I've got some things I want to share with you, um, some things that I want to vent about and I don't want to call this a podcast in the regular way we see podcasts. I just want this to be a casual chat, well from my side. And uh, I really hope this is going to be a blessing to you because this is something that the Lord has opened my eyes to. So let's get into a word of prayer. Lord, I come before you in the precious name of Jesus. And Dad, I want to thank you for opening my eyes to this, Lord. I do believe that this is something you've been trying to get through to me many, many years ago. And uh, you know what, Lord? I finally see it and I thank you for it. And Lord, help me to say the right words, Lord. Lord, use me to say the right things to your listeners to your children, to everyone that's listening to this, Lord, so they can see it with their understanding, and they can take it and run with it and get results. Father, thank you for Jesus, and thank you that you are helping us through this entire message today. In Jesus' precious holy name, amen. Okay, so I know when it comes to finances, Christians, a lot of them, they lose their minds when you talk about finances in the body of Christ. And, you know, I don't bother about what the world says because the world doesn't know much. The world thinks they got everything under control, but they don't. They really don't. I mean, the world follows like different idols. And I'm not talking about idols carved out of rock or stone or wood like the people in times past used to worship and follow. People are still following different idols, but uh, these days they're following different politicians, they're following different actors and actresses, and they're following different news agencies, etc. The world doesn't know much, and every path that the world is taking, I can promise you this, it is wrong because it is without Jesus. You know, we need Jesus. So I'm talking about the Christians. There are Christians that go to church and they sing worship songs. But when any minister mentions finances, they manifest the devil. These are so-called Christians. You know, they confess Jesus Christ as Lord. They quote scriptures. They try and preach to everyone else. But when someone mentions finances in the church, they manifest the devil. They act so ugly. There are people that call themselves Christians and they set up whole websites. They actually pay for this every month to badmouth certain ministers. There are, man, there's even ministers doing this to other ministers, putting out videos online saying these are Satan's kids. And I don't, I don't know what book these so-called ministers are reading, but it's not the Bible. You know, they act mad. They act mad. So on one side, We have many ministers across the world teaching people that God wants you poor and uh, that money is evil and that money is the root of all evil. And the Bible doesn't even say that. The Bible says that the love of money 
is the root of all evil. It doesn't say money is evil. It says when you love money, that is evil. And then on the other side, we got a massive congregation across the world that are 100% against prospering financially in the kingdom. So yes, there's a lot of misinformation out there in the body of Christ, in Christian circles about finances. And uh, I remember years ago, my brother, after we got born again, and uh, we were saved for, I think, about two years at that stage, we joined ourselves to a local church, a good local church. And uh, this church had cell groups all around the city. And my brother and his friend started attending one And when he mentioned, you know, that God wants to look after us financially, oh, wow, the whole soul group turned against him, you know, and it was as if Trevor and his friend fell into the snake pit. These Christians became wicked. They became ugly. We know from personal experience, like ministering to people, people don't like to hear about tithing. People don't like to hear about sowing financial seed. People don't want to hear about supporting the gospel. They don't want to hear about that stuff. You know, they want to hear about what blessings they can get. They want to hear how the ministry can make them rich. They want to hear about what the ministry can do for them physically. You know, they want to hear about all the blessings that's going to come their way because they are joined to the ministry. Uh, I remember years ago, there was this one man, we were ministering to him. Well, it was my brother ministering to him. And my brother did not talk about money to him, but the Lord spoke to this guy, spoke to him and said he must start tithing into our ministry. And he came to my brother eventually and he said, listen, um, the Lord told me I must start tithing to the ministry. Now, I'm just going to confirm that once again, my brother wasn't ministering to him about finances. He was ministering to him about everything else. The Lord himself spoke to this man about tithing into our ministry. And he is the one that came to my brother and he said, the Lord has been dealing with me about tithing into your ministry. And then, you know, after a while, he realized, oh my word, like I don't want to part with that money. And he pulled himself away from the ministry just because he wants to hold on to his money. So, you know, in the body of Christ, there's a lot of misinformation about finances. And I just want to share a few things the Lord has taught me on the topic of finances. So I'm going to start off by saying that this is not a tithing podcast. This is not a sowing and reaping podcast. You're going to soon see what sort of podcast this is. Just remember this podcast title. It's called Discover Your Path. It's not called tithing. It's not called sowing and reaping. Now, I want to say this. Tithing, Yeah, you know what? Let's talk about tithing for a little while. Uh, tithing is very important. And tithing is in the Old Testament. And guess what? Tithing is also under the New Testament. And you can see that in the book of Hebrews. Tithing is all over. And according to God's word, the tithe belongs to God. Now, I've said this before. Tithing is not sowing and sowing is not tithing. Now, you can see that in the book of Malachi, Malachi chapter 3, the Lord talks about tithes and offerings. Tithing and offerings is not the same thing. And I've heard someone say that you must sow your tithe and your tithe is your seed. No, it is not. The Bible does not say that. The tithe is separate and your offering or your seed, that is separate. And they both have completely different functions. And how does the Lord say in the book of Malachi, as a matter of fact, let's just go there. 
So Malachi chapter 3, we're going to read from verse 8. I just want to show you something quick. It says, Will a man rob God? Yet he have robbed me. But he say, Wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. Do you see tithing and offerings? Not the same thing. Or tithing and sowing and reaping? Not the same thing. But it says here, verse 9, it says, You are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me even this whole nation. Now watch this. This is verse 10. It says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now here with saith the Lord of hosts, if I'll not open you the windows of heaven. Now, I just want to focus on that first part of verse 10. Bring here all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house. You see, the problem is when it comes to tithing, people tithe to get. And if you are going to tithe to get, like just don't worry, just keep your tithe. Because it's yours, it's not God's. According to the Bible, the tithe is God's. It belongs to him. It needs to come into his storehouse that there may be meat in his house. Meat for him to eat? No. Meat for his ministers to eat. Listen, if you really love God, if you really love Jesus, if you really love his word, if you really love your neighbor, if you really want everyone else to prosper with salvation, etc., with healing, we know that all these beautiful things can only come through the word of God. And how did I get saved? I got saved because the Lord used my brother's old friend. And you know what? Let me just tell you the story quick. Uh, Back in the early 90s, we lived in a certain neighborhood in Port Elizabeth. And Trevor became friends with this one guy. And uh, he became part of our family. And a really, really genuine guy. And uh, my brother and this guy were, were very close friends. And cut a long story short, uh, you know, life happens. Families move. And they moved back to Durban. This man that was a friend of my brother's back in the day, he got born again in Durban, I believe. And the Lord sent him back to Port Elizabeth and used him as a vessel to get Trevor born again. And the Lord brought them together and he ministered the gospel to Trevor. Trevor got born again. And Trevor came back home and he ministered the gospel to everyone else in our household. And we all got born again. And listen, this is loving people. Okay, So if you want the gospel to go out there and set people free, you need to fund it. Yes, preaching the gospel is for free. But printing Bibles is not free. Printing Christian magazines is not free. Printing Christian books is not free. Fetching people to go to church is not free. Paying for petrol is coming out of someone's pocket. Feeding the poor is not free. Someone is paying for it at the end of the day. You know, running a whole church is not free. If you think it is, you missed it. You need to go speak to a pastor, literally of any church, and ask them, Hey, sir, is running your ministry free? No, it is not. You've got to pay either rent or you've got to pay rates and taxes. You've got to pay for electricity. You've got to pay for water. You've got to pay for all the leaflets they hand out every Sunday at the doors. You've got to pay for music licenses. You've got to pay for salaries. You've got to pay for petrol to fetch people. You've got to pay uh, that driver to jump into the bus and fetch people. There's different feeding programs. There's content that needs to be produced for resale. That costs. Running a ministry is not free. And tithing is all about making sure that there's food in God's house. That the word of God can go further out there and reach the lost. If the Lord had to tell me, for example, I want you to minister to someone in America right now, then I need to go. Then I need the funds for that. And someone might say, no, that's ridiculous. 
the Lord will just use someone that side. Listen, we don't tell the Lord how to run his business. Can you create a whole planet on your own? No, you can't. Do you understand how the planets were made? No, you don't understand. We cannot tell the Lord who is going to listen to who. We can even look at this in a natural sense. Whatever job or career you are in right now, can anyone teach you how to do your job? Imagine you've been at your job for like 12 years and someone comes in off the street. They have never worked in this industry in their life, but now they're trying to dictate to you how to do your job. You are going to get upset. All of a sudden, everything is going to change and you're going to blow up on that person and you're going to say, listen, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my boss. You've never worked in this industry. So why do we have the right to tell the Lord how to run his business? Okay, so I just needed to get the tithing aspect out the way. The tithing is very important. The tithing belongs to the Lord. The tithing is to make sure that there's meat in his house. Yes, there are benefits of the tithe, but those benefits are not going to work for you if you've got a heart of greed and you want to tithe just to see what you get. It's not going to work for you. Then you might as well just keep the tithe because your heart's not right. But if you're tithing because you want to see the gospel, go on. Like uh, I'll always say this, there's this certain ministry overseas that has been such a great blessing to me. And they taught me how to receive my healing. And I did what they said I needed to do. And I did it and I got my healing. And I will always be grateful for them. That's why I believe that I always need to support them. Because they are doing an amazing work. So likewise, if you love God, if you love your neighbor, you will definitely tithe. You will definitely get the gospel out there. But now, this message is not on tithing. It's not on sowing and reaping. It's about discovering your path. Listen, uh, God has a plan for each one of our lives. If you don't believe that, well, then you missed it. How come the human body is so well planned out? And I believe this to be true, that every doctor in the world, if they had to come together and put all the information together, they still don't understand the body like God understands the body. The blood of human being is intelligent. The skeleton. Did you ever do research on, on the skeleton of the human body? How intelligent it is. The whole body was mapped out by the greatest genius in the world. So if God spent time designing the human body, guess what? He spent time planning our paths. What does Jeremiah 29 say? He says, I know the plans that I have for you. God's got plans for us. We've been talking about misinformation in the body of Christ concerning the topic of finances, you know, and another piece of false information is that you're just going to tithe and you're just going to sow and you're just going to sit at home and confess and you are going to prosper. That is false. That is false. Listen, the Bible talks about the fact that God has plans for us. He didn't say your plan is to just sit at home, tithe, confess, and sow your seed and you're going to prosper. The Bible says that he has given us the power to get wealth. Now listen, everyone has a plan on their life. Everyone has something that the Lord wants them to do for him. Everyone is graced to do something. Now I just want to speak to you about graces quick. You know, um, I've come across doctors, for example. There's some doctors that know exactly what they're doing and they are in their rightful place. And when you come to them, they're not thinking money, 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 money. I've been to a doctor and I've, I know a doctor that it's all about the money. He's got two waiting rooms. And when I went there, I wasn't even in there for 10 minutes. He didn't check anything. He just heard what I had to say. He wrote out a script and he said, in a nutshell, get out of my office. Uh, 300 bucks later. I promise you that. He told me like our consultation is finished and I had to pay 300 rand for sitting there for 10 minutes. And he's got tons of people in both waiting rooms. 
And every time he dealt with my sister and my nieces, he had no clue what he was doing. But then I'm thinking of certain doctors that I've been to. They know what they're talking about. They actually sit and listen. They actually do tests. They actually ask questions. They're trying to figure out this thing with you. They're trying to work with you because it's not about money, money, money. So some people are gross to be doctors and others aren't. But yet there are people that's called to be something else, but they're out there as a doctor and they're not supposed to be there. There's some people that's called to be mechanics and then there's others that's not. And I've said this many times in Port Elizabeth, unfortunately, we have come across tons of mechanics that's not supposed to be mechanics. So the Lord has something that you need to do. And when you do it, not only are you being a blessing to others because you are offering a quality product or a quality service, but you in turn will prosper because the Lord has given us the power to get wealth. The Bible says he will bless the work of our hands. He did not say he will bless all our confessions and he will make us rich by sitting at home and just confessing. He will bless the work of our hands. In the book of Proverbs, it talks a lot about business. Okay, we have to do something to prosper. Now, once again, tithing is holy. It's the Lord's. It's there to fund the gospel. Don't look at the benefits of tithing and say, hey, that's what I'm going for. That's the only reason why I'm tithing, because, man, I want him to open the windows of heaven on me. You know, you've got to have the heart that, can I tell you something about my father quick? Uh, back in the day, he did this for a very long time, and he would see miracle after miracle after miracle. He would always give into these certain ministries that we have been in covenant partnership with, and this was his words. He would say, God has been so good to me. He wanted to be a blessing to the Lord. He didn't ask about anything. He didn't pray about anything. He didn't see what he can get out of God when he tithes. He just wanted to be good to God because God has been good to him. God has been loving on him. He would always acknowledge it and he would tithe and sow his seed. And guess what? He would always pick up money. And you should hear my father's testimonies of picking up money. People would walk over money and they would not see it, but he would see it. And I'm talking about 50 rands, 100 rands, 200 rands. There has been two separate occasions where the finances in his banking account literally doubled. And when he went to the bank about it, to inquire about it, they said, no, that's yours. He went to work to inquire about it, and they said, no, they got no record of that. But the money was there. You see, my father didn't have that attitude of what can he get from the Lord. He had that attitude of the Lord's been good to him. He wants to be so good back to the Lord. This is the least that he can do. He wants to be a blessing back to the Lord. And he made sure that there's meat in the Lord's house. And guess what? The Lord opened the windows of heaven to him. That's why my father would move in the supernatural financially. But listen, um, if you want to prosper financially, like yes, tithing is, is brilliant. And I encourage everyone to tithe. And I encourage everyone to ask the Lord where to tithe. Don't just tithe where you want to tithe. Listen, that's why we have Jesus. We needed a savior. We needed a shepherd. You know, we proved how far we can get on our own. Don't operate on your own intelligence. So listen, um, God has a plan for everyone's life. You need to find out from him what he needs you to do because there's something that you have been graced to do, something that when you do it, you're going to prosper, something that when you do it, you're going to be a blessing to other people. 
It's not going to be a rushed job. It's not going to be something that you're going to quickly try and do and put some junk out there and try and get money back. No, when the Lord graces you to do something, it's going to develop into a passion, something that, man, you are pleased about, a service that you would guarantee, a product that you would guarantee, something that when you do it, everyone's going to be looking at you and saying, wow, this guy, he's got a skill. I'm rather going to pay him. You know, when you hear about the German cars, you know, uh, then you're thinking, whoa, quality. When you're thinking of Italian suits, I've got an Italian suit. And when I put that suit on, I've never felt such quality in my life. That suit is amazing. It's like silk on my skin, okay? It is just perfect. The Italians know how to make suits. And to them, it's not about money. It's about the product. It's about the people. So the Lord has a financial plan for you, but you're not going to get there by just tithing and sowing seed and confessing. You need to find out from the Lord what you are supposed to be doing. And when you do it, you will prosper because the Lord has given you the power to get wealth. Like Abraham, you know, he had to go somewhere. He had to do things for the Lord. He didn't just sit at home and just confess that he's blessed and all these things would happen. No, he had to obey the Lord. He had to do those things that the Lord told him to do. And he did, and the blessing came upon him. It comes down to this. You have to do something physical. You have There's a grace on the inside of you that you need to bring out, and you can only bring it out when you know what it is. So do that. Don't waste any more time. You know, find out from the Lord what is your plan. There's, there's someone that I know that's working for this one place and they, they do not like it. And I can identify with them. I was working for this one place for six years and it felt like my life was going nowhere. And I thought to myself, you know, there's more to life than this. Everyone has a grace on their life. Regardless of what that calling is, some people are called to be managers. And I know this from personal experience because when I worked at this one restaurant, there was a manager there already, okay? He was graced to be there. But before he worked there, he was working for another place as a manager and he prospered there. Then he got this job and he prospered even more. And then from this job, he got another management position at another place and he made even more money there. And then he bought a brand new car. Then he bought a brand new motorbike. Then he was transferred to the Western Cape. And then when he went there, he made even more money. And wherever he went, he went as a manager and he prospered because he's graced to be a manager. You need to get into your lane. Don't try and sit at home and just confess and say, oh, God's got my back. You know, God has your back. But guess what? You're only going to prosper when you put your hand to something. So take my advice. Find out from the Lord what he needs you to do and do it with your whole heart. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. 
You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.